Welcome to Outreach Church. Thanks for checking out this week's message. To hear more, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or visit outreachchurch.net for downloads and service information. Amen, amen. Hold on, hold on. We want to invite you and Patty and your beautiful daughter up. We want to pray for you guys. We want to, this is Pastor Appreciation Month, amen, and the leadership of the church and, and everybody in the church uh, is blessing them with a small, small gift compared. It's nothing compared to their life laid down. And I just want to say that uh, Patty and Roy and to your family, your daughter and your son as well, he may not be here, but um, yeah, well, to him as well. We know that they have made a huge sacrifice to be here. Uh, and I don't know about you guys, but I think about 10 years ago, I remember sitting in the back weeping with my wife. We had just lost our first child. And uh, God has used this place and this, these, this family and this ministry to bless so many of us. And uh, guys, we just want to just bless them and pray for them, honor them. Make sure you give them a hug today. Pray for them in your prayers at night or in the morning. Man, they have given so much. And even during tough times in their own life, they've remained faithful week after week, day after day. And we just want to say we thank you guys so much and for your prayers and friendship. And, and uh, man, I'm just so thankful. So let's pray for them. Amen. Extend your hand. Yeah, just pray. Pray, guys. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this beautiful family whom we see Jesus in so much, God. Lord, we lift them up. We lift up their children. God, we thank you for their children. God, we thank you for their strength and endurance over the years. God, going on 10 years now, God, we thank you, God, for this 10-year. God, we bless them, and we, we pray that the 10 next would be even better. God, we thank you. We declare courage and grace over them, no fear. God, even in the move with a new building and things that are coming, uh, Lord, we just speak life over them, and we declare that they shouldn't carry that burden, Lord, that you should carry it. We cast that burden on you, God, and we thank you for this amazing family and pastoral leadership to us and to many others throughout this city. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bless you guys. Let's give them a round of applause. Come on. I thank God for a pastor and his wife and his family that's on fire for Jesus. Amen. Come on. Like, I mean, I don't know if you know or not, but I know I've been coming here for the last couple of months and it has just been fire. I'm telling you, I've been so blessed. Amen. So encouraged to what the word that's coming out of here. I told Roy the other day, I said, you've been reading your Bible. I said, you have been reading your Bible and uh, praise God. Um, yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to tell you something for real on a serious note, but that is serious. I want to tell you something. Look at me. Everybody look at me. This is most, one of the most important things you'll ever hear. Read your Bible. <laughs> Literally, read your Bible. Amen. We were at Clemson the other night, amen, and kids were coming up, young people, young adults, whom which came this first service. Uh, they were so touched by the word that was released Roy preached fire. Man, there were like, I think probably literally 100 or more that came to the altar. I think we probably had 30 or 40 get saved. Dylan was leading them to Jesus. And there were so many, they couldn't even hear us. I mean, it was, it was wild. I was in one group, Dylan's with the other, and David's with another. And Roy's just blasting it. And uh, we're, just, we're just leading people to Jesus. And, 
And then, you know, then another round came. And I believe that's, I literally believe it's going to happen today. So um, I believe that many of us, I want to give you my uh, testimony. I've been in ministry now for probably 15 or 16 years. I don't remember the exact date that I got ordained, but I was, I was always felt the fire of God from the very beginning. Uh, but I want to tell you, life took a wild turn when I, I, got, I jumped out of ministry, got involved in business, and I felt, and I'm not knocking business because there's some of you who are fiery men of God that are in business. You're called to that. Some of us are not called to that. And so I was not called to that, but slowly my life, I began to take focus off of Jesus and I began to focus on other things. And about two years ago, that came to a head. It was round about literally where my life changed was the weekend that our young friend here had the car wreck. My life changed. I came back to Jesus. I remember the very weekend. I remember hearing the news of what had happened to, uh, to their daughter. And uh, I remember that weekend, I literally, it's a wild, wild thing. But the night before, I, we were up at, at this prayer tent up in Campobello. I came home. It was like 12 o'clock at night. And uh, I'm literally coming home. It's so cold, right? It was cold that time. Uh, last year, and I came home, and I heard this, rrr, rrr. literally, like, this sounds like it's something out of the Bible, but this is really what happened. I opened my wife's car door, and I get out, and I hear, rrr. and this is at, like, 12 o'clock at night, rrr, rrr. and I hear this flapping, and I look up on this tree, and it's got the tree bent over. It's this owl that's about that tall, and it's looking dead at me, going, it was so loud it scared me <clears throat> I remember being so with the fear of God like I literally felt like I truly believed that it was some way God used that thing to mark my life and anyway so I'd never seen a white owl before like I'd never seen this owl, and it just stayed there looking at me <laughs> literally I looked it up later and it was a white snowy owl this thing was literally about this tall. The wingspan was longer than my, wow. my arms. And they're not common in this area, but I, I felt like in that night there was a transition in my heart. I began to seek the Lord. I grabbed a hold of God like Jacob did the night he encountered God, and he wrestled with God. But I literally came off the ground. I feel like God, I held on to God, and I said, I'm not letting you go. Long story short, I didn't know the things that I would go through over the next year or so. But guys, I have not let go, and I'm not going to let go. And this is going to be an invitation for all of us today to grab a hold of God and not let go. Because we can go through things and not have to sway. We can go through trials, financial, or we can lose a, a loved one or whatever it is. But we can still hold on to Jesus. Amen? We can still be faithful because he is faithful. Amen? So I want to tell you, I was praying all week about this, and people from around the world were praying for you guys, um, and I want to tell you that something powerful is really going to happen. Something's going to be released today. I want to declare that decree. So I want you to look at me in my eyes, and I want to declare over you today, Larry, that you are no longer a slave to sin, but a slave to righteousness. We are free from sin. Like literally, we are completely free. We are dead to sin alive to Christ. Come on. We just kick it on out. Amen. We get rid of fear. Like the script, uh, the, the song that came out, 
Chad, if, are you here, Chad? Come here, brother, real, just real quick, come on. Um, but I just want to declare that, that the spirit of fear has no place with us. Amen. Even as we go forth to move into believing for God for a building, like in stepping into these things, like there's no fear. There's literally no fear. Dude, tell, tell him uh, about the, uh, he had this little vision type thing or, uh, this morning, and I told him to share it if he felt led, but I, I'm going to just nudge him a little bit because, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it feels led now. Yeah. So earlier in the week, actually before um, the original set list came out, this song wasn't even on it. And all week, um, the week prior and even into this week, that song has just been on my heart, talking about slave and not being a slave anymore. Come on. And I was driving actually from the lake this morning, and I get this picture of what a slave looks like. And there's a master. Mm. And that master just like cracks the whip. And he's wow. Like, wow. Like slave quarters. But then becoming a child, we have a father. And that father like shepherds us, and that's kind of that word I was sharing before the song. Like, there's not that mean crack of a whip. There's that shepherding yeah. father that loves his children and just guides them down that path. Come on, so come on, amen. Come on, praise God, amen. So we want to declare today that the slaves are set free, amen, in Jesus Christ, amen. That we are no longer slaves to sin, but slaves to righteousness. We no longer displease God, but we please him. Amen. We bring joy to God. So we kick that wrong thinking out. We kick out that enmity with God, that, that enmity that was in our mind, that war with God that used to, to stay in our mind, that we would think we're distant and, and we would think that we're dirty and a mess. But now we know that we're a child of God, that we're clean, we're righteous, we're a new creation, that the old man was crucified with Christ. Amen. The old sinful nature, the times that we couldn't, it was like we tried, we tried like Romans chapter seven, tried to do good, but something within me, I, it just kept doing wrong. I would try to meet this bar. I would try to look good. I may uh, show myself as, as a smile on my face, but inwardly in my, 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 my old nature, I was so sinful, so discouraged, so uh, just a mess, guys. But Jesus crucified the old nature up on the cross. In, the, in Romans chapter 6, it says that we were crucified with Christ. It says that we were buried with him in baptism. You and I, we were buried with him literally in baptism, and we were raised in his likeness as a new creation. You and I should no longer identify ourselves with the old nature. Our identity now is in Christ. We're new creations created in Christ for good works. You are the light of the world. Did you get the memo? You are the light of the world. You are revival. You are the anointed one. Christ is in you, Matt. He's in us. The power of God is in us. It's not, Lord, come and bring revival. No, God's saying, hey, I want to come through you. Christ in us. We're, the, we're literally the body of Christ. When you got baptized, you were baptized into, unto, his, unto death. Your sin nature died. Come on, right? Isn't that good news that we're clean and righteous? Come on, that's the best. I, I never, that never gets old. I'm saved today. You're saved today. We're forgiven. Come on. Y'all seem like y'all don't get excited about that. 
But man, I'll tell you what, my life, Chad, could probably testify, I used to be a pretty rough dude. But Jesus has set me free. Come on. If you have your Bibles, I want to ask you to turn, open up your Bibles. I love the Bible. Come on. The Bible, that's what the, the, the uh, Clemson uh, guys came and told us this morning. They made a little joke about me. They didn't joke about Roy, but they joked about me. <laughs> they said, we, call it, we just want to let you in on a little secret. I said, what's that? They said, well, we call you, we, we call you BBW. And I was like, what? And uh, I was like, what's that mean? And they were like, well, you want me to tell you? I was like, yeah. And he was like. Well, I'll let you in on the secret. Everybody in the FCA is calling you BBW. And I was like, what's that? And they said, Big Bold Wayman. That's what he said. I said, well, praise the Lord if that's, yeah, if that's what you called us or called me. But they didn't call Roy anything, you know, but they called me something. But they didn't call Dylan nothing. Dylan was there and David was there as well. But Big Wayman, Big Bold Wayman, praise the Lord. But praise God. Amen. Even this week, man, this week's been amazing, just witnessing that. I literally, I literally saw strongholds falling. As Roy was preaching, I saw strongholds falling. So I want to declare that over you today and prophesy that into your life, that strongholds are coming down. And you said, what are strongholds, Wayman? Well, in the Bible, in the Bible, and, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a castle or a fortress of the enemy. It's described in it. And so what would happen is in, you know, in war, guys, the reality is these armies would circle around these castles and just cut the castle off. So, guys, I believe in the spirit realm. That's what we're doing. God's moving in us, growing in us, restoring us as a bride of Christ, and that we're cutting off strongholds. We're cutting off these military demonic fortresses that have put lies in our city, in our minds, and they're coming down. Like I began to believe while Roy was preaching, I had to grab the mic as he was preaching, as he, as he let me have the mic, and I had to declare that Clemson would be a place of revival, like no longer drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on. Like we need to dare to believe that university campuses will be lights, will be lights, will be beacons to the nations. Guys, because the reality is that's what they were started for. That it would become once again, and, and this is something God told me. I know that I'm getting pop, pumped up. I got 13 minutes. I ain't even started preaching yet. But listen, listen. The reality is God told me the word restore, restoration, as I was praying this week. I believe that we're going to witness many, many things starting today as I speak the word because it came from God. You're, you're going to see great restoration in your life. Amen. I want to tell you in the book of Joel, chapter 2, many consecutive years, they had sowed seed and harvest had come and it had been stole by the enemy. The canker worm, it says the canker worm and, and all these different things, the, the locust and the canker worm had, had, had stolen. But then it says in Joel, chapter 2, it says, I'm going to restore the years that the locust has stolen. Amen. And I just declare that over you, over your families today. And also I heard the word uh, overcomer in the spirit. And that's something, that's overcoming something, subduing something. There's areas in your life, even today, I'm telling you, because we're no longer slaves to sin, but we're slaves to righteousness because of Christ in us. You're an overcomer. You're, listen, Jesus just didn't die so that we would be forgiven. He died so that we could... We would live a righteous life. 
He died not just to be forgiven, but that the power of sin was destroyed at the cross. Jesus became sin, guys, so that we would become the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? Woo! Come on. Good news. Praise. Hey, guys, have you heard the good news? That is the good news. Come on. But God is restoring even fundamental things to the bride. Because, man, we swayed in all these different things. We've been so double-minded. I mean, but you're beautiful. You're smart. You're gifted. But the reality is we've all swayed. I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 7, if you will. Just really quick. I got 11 minutes and 32 seconds. So praise the Lord. Guys, I want to tell you I'm pumped for Furman's coming up. Roy is speaking at Furman. Guys, I want to encourage you to pray for Furman. Man, many of us have roots at Furman. My dad went to Furman. Like uh, many of our families or people here probably went to Furman. I just want to dare to believe that Furman would be on fire for Jesus. Come on. Because God loves every student there, every, play, every person there. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, whoo, come on. Holy Ghost. They make fun of me because I carry this little dollar Bible around. But not anybody here, but... Um, some people <laughs> did recently, but I was like, praise the Lord. Um, guys, I was with the attorneys and stuff this week and we were in, at a restaurant and they were, you know, accomplished people and here's big BBW <laughs> and, uh, we're talking and, man, we're just rejoicing in Jesus and I'm just like so pumped, guys. Like literally in this restaurant, I look around and I see people and I'm overwhelmed with the love of God. Come on. Next thing you know, I find myself sta standing up in the, this crowded restaurant in downtown Greenville. And I'm like, hey, hey. And everybody like looking at me. And I said, this is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, and people just start hooting and hollering and like literally receiving Jesus. And I told them that we're free from sin. Guys, like God is moving all over the world. Even people are, I know that are watching from Trinidad and Guatemala, Honduras. But guys, people all over the earth, revival's happening. And revival is just returning restoration, restoring what was lost or once was. Guys, we're like, like it's a time for us to return back to our first love. Come on. Like, I know that many of you have been believers for, I want to tell you this one story. This happened last week. I left here. I went out to eat with somebody, and I was so pumped, right? Because, man, I stay pumped, but then when I come in and I hear the word, I'm just pumped even more, right? So I literally went to uh, some big restaurant. What's the name of that? I forget, but at Cherrydale where that buffet is, where there's like 300 people in there all the time. I preach in there at least once a week, but I preach four times in one day. In one sitting, I preach four times, literally. Like, I'm just telling you, like, because of the, the love of God on me, guys. So I get overwhelmed. I'm sitting in there with my family, and my children are there. Guys, I don't do this. I don't just go to outreach. Like, this is my life. Like, I, I listen to God. I'm telling you, God speaks to us more than we think. You just need to listen to that voice. You don't need to say, was that really you? Well, who else is going to tell you to tell everybody about Jesus? Right? 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 Was that you, God? Should I give $100 to somebody? Who else is going to tell you that? Like, I mean, the devil sure is not. The devil's not going to tell you to tell everybody about Jesus. Come on, you're the light of the world. 
You're so beautiful. I was declaring in Song of Solomon, uh, it says that you're, you're, you are magnificent like an army with banners. Wow. And he said, you're like my garden. Yeah, dude. Wow. Shoot. I got eight, seven, 59 seconds. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to honor these guys. Praise the Lord. And I know that there's another, another group of people. Amen. So, so anyway, so I was at um, the, the restaurant, the buffet. I left here Sunday, and I'm just overwhelmed by the love of God. And I'm like, Dios te amo, because I love you in Spanish, and there were a lot of Spanish people there. And, uh, and then I'm like, to the, to the peop- other people, I'm like, hey, God absolutely loves you. And people are smiling and receiving it. And this guy, after I did that and stuff, this guy comes up, this big old giant fella. He, I mean, and I'm a big dude, but he was a big dude. And, uh, and he comes over there, his hands just went around my hands. I remember that, like Lou Engel when he, yeah, he's a big dude too. But anyway, um, he, he shook my hand. He said, man, I remember when I used to have fire like that. And he said, I used to be that way. And he said, my daughter and son were so taken by you just standing up that he said they, they, did your, uh, they, they covered your store at Fox Carolina. They're sitting over there, and they waved at me. And he said, I remember when I had fire, and he's, this guy's teared up when I had fire like that. And I felt the, the boldness of God come over me, and I grabbed him, and I said, Brother, don't go another day without it. Amen. So that's what I tell you today, guys. Don't go another day without it. It's God's desire for you to carry the fire. Like the eyes of the Lord, it says in Chronicles, are searching the earth for the one person that will give his heart or her heart completely to God. And it says God will show himself strong through you. Guys, I'm telling you, God is looking for that one. Because I'm telling you, the world can change with just one. Elijah was a man who was, uh, had issues just like we do, the Bible says. But it says, the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. He prayed three years and six months. Changed the nation. Changed the nation. Eventually, it led Israel down after the altar fire fell. The, prophet, the false prophets got whacked up. It was a big thing. But, but the whole nation turned back to Jesus. That's for real. The whole nation came back to Jesus, guys. And God is looking for a man or a woman that will say, God, I'll give you my life. Like, I will die today. I'll give you my life. I'll deny myself and pick up that cross and follow me, follow you. And like Roy said earlier, this is something I had to face this year. It was like, I'm an evangelist too. And like, but this thing hit me, Matthew chapter 4, follow me and I'll make you fisher of men. I began to read that, read that, read that, read that. And I was like, whoa. No, I'm not fishing men. I'm not catching men. Jesus, I'm not following you. I'm not following you. So I had to repent, guys. I had to repent, replace it with truth. I had to follow Jesus, the great lover, the great beautiful one. Guys, I'm telling you, there's a reality that's hitting the earth and it's heaven. It's the kingdom of God is at hand. It's near us. I'm not so sure that we won't see the return of the Lord. I don't know. I don't know the day or the hour, but the Bible says he is coming. So I want to let you know the king is coming. Matthew chapter 22 says that he, he, the kingdom of God is compared to a king uh, preparing a wedding feast for his son. And he sent out servants. He sent servants out. They ran up and down the streets inviting people like you and I who know him. Because how many of you get invitations from somebody at a wedding you don't know? Nobody. 
right? So you, the, in this picture, this parable, it's, it's sending out invitations to you because the king knows you. But all these people rejected it and said, man, oh, man. <laughs> wow. Oh, Holy Ghost. So all these people rejected it and said, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I got stuff going on. I got to do this. The just of what I'm trying to say today is, guys, Jesus said storms will come. We must be built on the rock. We must have our lives on the rock. Because, guys, many of us need to stop building on the sand. We've all built on the sand. And it doesn't stand. It doesn't last. That's why we swayed back and forth. Because we're not on the rock. When temptations come, trials come. Guys, I just want to say God is looking. Like, you know, in the ancient days before lighters and electricity, fire, carrying fire was an art and it was so valuable. Because they just didn't have lighters and stuff. So there was always somebody, there was everybody just about carried fire. They would protect it, guard it, pay attention to it, feed it tender, constantly blowing on it. I'm telling you, God is looking for those in this hour who would just blow on it. Because Paul told Timothy, he said, stir up yourself, stir it up, stir it up inside of you by which you were given by the laying on of my hands. He said, fan that thing into flame. Guys, I'm telling you, you are not meant to live a life that's not on fire. You're not just meant to look at me and say, oh, that guy, BBW, he, he's on fire. He's a wild man. Roy's on fire. You are meant to be on fire. We're a body. Like, it's not just one or two standing out. We're a whole body. We're a collective body. No matter your age, no matter how young or, or anything, you're meant to be on fire. Jesus is looking to baptize you with fire. I'm telling you. Like Jesus is looking for you to say yes. Yes, I love you. Just like that song earlier, you're beautiful. Je Listen, many men have gained the whole world, but they lost their souls. Guys, that's the truth. And God was telling me earlier this week, he says, man, you're the treasure, Wayman. I could have anything. I could have all the gold or the land or whatever. I have it. I made it. But I want you. And it's the same with us and him. We can have all that stuff, but man, that's not, that's not eternal. He's eternal. I want to ask you to stand, man. I know I don't, I don't even crack the Bible up, but all I say was scripture. So stand up, guys. I just want to ask you today. I know that I many leaders and many people who have been in the church are repenting and turning to Jesus in this hour. And this is an hour to get right. This is an hour to come to Jesus. And I'm telling you, God is looking. His eyes are searching the earth, even in this hour. Like he's searching the earth to those who will say, man, I'll give you my heart. I'll grab a hold of you like Jacob, and I won't let go until you bless me. I'm telling you, God is looking for those men and women of God in this hour that get excited when God visits them like Abraham, like he preached on last week. God, Abraham got excited. He received the word, and it changed his life. Come on. Come on. I know I'm excited, but it's in me. It's the gospel. It's the good news. Man, what is it if we gain the whole world but lose our soul, guys? Guys, so I just want to ask you today, 
If there's anybody in here today that says, man, I, I, I want to give Jesus my heart. I want to give him my life. I want the fire. I want the fire again. I want to be passionate again for Jesus. I want to return to my first love. If that's you today, would you just lift your hand? Come on. All across this room, I know it's going to happen because it's Jesus. It's the body. Guys, don't be ashamed. Man, we saw leaders come to Jesus in Clemson. We were seeing leaders return. You've been hearing about all these pastors, preachers repenting. You see things exposed. That's because God is getting the body right. It's time to stop being ashamed. And I heard over everybody, if that's you this morning, I want to ask you just to come forward. We got prayer teams. Come on. Don't nobody else. Just come, 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 come. The prayer team's coming. We got 33 seconds extended. Uh, praise the Lord. But this is real, guys. This is happening all over the world. Man, 28, we're going to Trinidad third, Friday morning. And, man, we're taking a team from this church and some other people. And, man, there's 28 pastors gathering every day, crying out for God to move on their nation. Guys, it's happening. It happened the other week here in Greenville. And it's happening all over. Guys, this is the hour. This is the hour. I got extended a minute. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, so, guys, yeah, the prayer team would just pray. If that's you, guys, listen. We're meant to carry the fire. We're meant to change the world. Hmm. Church, just lift your hands towards our brothers and sisters here. Because this is the reality. is like, this is healing our body. We're a body, guys. We're not just singly. You're not just out there living in your home by yourself and you and your family. We are literally a body in this city. Whether we want to agree to it or not, it's the word of God. We are one. And when one of us is sick, our whole body is affected. And God is calling us to, to heal the body. Because he's given us a mandate to go and preach the gospel, heal the sick. And that's the body of Christ as well. So, Lord, we just pray right now. We pray for divine healing. We pray for divine fire to fall upon our brothers and sisters right here in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, God, that you would baptize them with your love. You would baptize them with fire. You would awaken them, God, awaken them in areas in their spirit, man. You would stir it up, stir up the fire, fan it into flame right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray. We cast out all fear tonight, today, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we just pray the fire of the gospel, the fire of the gospel. No shame. No shame. We cast out all things that hinder us. We cast all sin out that, that hinders us from running the race. Lord, we want to run well. We want to run well. So God, I pray, Holy Ghost, you would burn in them in this hour like never before. I pray in Jesus' name. We pray the fire of the gospel, the fire of the gospel in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Is there anybody out here today that would say, I want to truly, I've never given my life to Jesus and I want to today. If there is, I just want you to say, Jesus, give me, I give you my life. I receive you. Change me. Fill me. Forgive me. Help me to live a life for you. Help me to burn in this hour. In Jesus' name, amen.